The final solution of extermination was not proposed by a German Nazi, but rather by an American Jew. And it was not the extermination of Jews which he proposed, but the genocide of German Gentiles. Theodore Newman Kaufman advocated the genocidal sterilization of all Germans as a quote final solution in 1941 in his book Germany Must Perish. Here are relevant quotes from the evil book. Quote, this dynamic volume outlines a comprehensive plan for the extinction of the German nation and the total eradication from the earth of all her people. Also contained herein is a map illustrating the possible territorial dissection of Germany and the apportionment of her lands. Germany Must Perish presents a plan for the structure of a permanent and lasting peace among civilized nations, and there is one, and only one, such total penalty. Germany must perish forever, in fact, not in fancy. I feel no more personal hatred for these people, the Germans, than I might feel for a herd of wild animals or a cluster of poisonous reptiles. They have lost the wish to be human beings. They are but beasts. They must be dealt with as such. There is only one way to frustrate such a desire. The goal of world dominion must be removed from the reach of the German. And the only way to accomplish that is to remove the German from the world. The vicious virus of Germanism had been injected into the life stream of the public and the Germans awaited the epidemic which they felt must sooner or later infest the world. Kaufman continues, quote, A final solution, let Germany be policed forever by an international armed force? Even if such a huge undertaking were feasible, life itself would not have it so. As war begets war, suppression begets rebellion, undreamed horrors would unfold. Thus we find that there is no middle course, no act of mediation, no compromise to be compounded, no political or economic sharing to be considered. There is, in fine, no other solution except one, that Germany must perish forever from this earth. There remains now but to determine the best way, the most practical and expeditious manner in which the ultimate penalty must be levied upon the German nation. Quite naturally, massacre and wholesale execution must be ruled out. In addition to being impractical when applied to a population of some 70 million, such methods are inconsistent with the moral obligations and ethical practices of civilization. There remains the but one mode of ridding the world forever of Germanism, and that is to stem the source from which issue those war-lusted souls by preventing the people of Germany from ever again reproducing their kind. This modern method, known to science as eugenic sterilization, is at once practical, humane, and thorough. Sterilization has become a byword of science as the best means of ridding the human race of its misfits, the degenerate, the insane, the hereditary criminal. The population of Germany, excluding conquered and annexed territories, is about 70 million, almost equally divided between male and female. To achieve the purpose of German extinction, it would be necessary to only sterilize some 48 million, a figure which excludes, because of their limited power to procreate, males over 60 years of age and females over 45. Taking 20,000 surgeons as an arbitrary number, and on the assumption that each will perform a minimum of 25 operations daily, it would take no more than one month at the maximum to complete their sterilization. The balance of the male civilian population of Germany could be treated within three months. 
Another staunch proponent of the genocide of Germans was Ilya Ehrenberg, a notorious Jewish communist propagandist from the Soviet Union who, like his kinsman Theodore Kaufman, agitated for genocide against Germans during the Second World War. Ehrenberg's hate-filled, genocide-yearning exhortations to the Soviet Red Army inspired the mass rape of several million German women by the Red Army at the war's end. In one leaflet entitled Kill, Ehrenberg incited the simple Russian soldier to treat the Germans as subhuman. The final paragraph concludes, quote, The Germans are not human beings. From now on, the word German is the most horrible curse. From now on, the word German strikes us to the quick. We have nothing to discuss. We will not get excited. We will kill. If you have not killed at least one German a day, you have wasted that day. If you cannot kill a German with a bullet, then kill him with your bayonet. If your part of the front is quiet and there is no fighting, then kill a German in the meantime. If you have already killed a German, then kill another one. There is nothing more amusing to us than a heap of German corpses. Don't count the days, don't count the kilometers, count only one thing, the number of Germans you have killed. Kill the Germans, kill the Germans, kill. Appealing to the lowest, most subhuman instincts of this Bolshevik horde, he reiterated his genocidal message, quote, Kill, kill, in the German race there is nothing but evil. Not one among the living, not one among the yet unborn, but is evil. Use force and break the racial pride of these German women. Take them as your lawful booty. Kill, as you storm onward. Kill, you gallant soldiers of the Red Army. Why is the world largely unaware of this Jewish final solution to German people? The world is likewise kept in the dark about the Jewish final solution to Russian people. In 1919, Jewish communist butcher Grigory Zinoviev is quoted in a speech advocating the annihilation of 10 million Russians. He said, and I quote, To overcome our enemies, we must have our socialist militarism. We must win over to our side 90 millions out of the 100 millions of population of Russia under the Soviets. As for the rest, we have nothing to say to them. They must be annihilated, unquote. On a side note, the phrase, the final solution to the Jewish question, is a direct quote from the Zionist Manifesto published in 1897 and was referring to the creation of a Jewish homeland or state. It was a phrase coined by Zionists and was commonly used in Zionist literature throughout the late 1800s and early 1900s, long before the Nazis came to power in Germany in 1933.